Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, the show for podcasters by podcasters. In this show, I'm going to be giving you the tips, tricks, and anything else you need to get your podcast launched and keep it moving past the pod fade and into the stratosphere. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Wayne here from the Podcasters Podcast, and I have a, a pretty special guest for us today. I am talking with Josh Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5 Podcast, uh, also part of Screw You and a couple of other things going on. And um, him, <laughs> uh, his better half, Jill, um, have been involved in the entrepreneurship community for quite some time, and the podcast has been part of their uh, free content that they give out to a lot of people. Um, and, you know, I kind of thought it was going to be a little bit of a treat to, to let you guys speak to or hear from somebody that's been around for a little bit uh, of a longer time. So you can see kind of um, how the podcast can really evolve over time and kind of more how it almost becomes not really a sales funnel, but that content that sort of pushes you into other content that's out there. Because um, I get a lot of those questions of like, you know, do I make money? Does it become a pod or a funnel? What do I do with it, et cetera? So, um, so Josh, thank you so much for spending the time with me today. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, and I'm um, I'm excited to talk about this. I haven't actually talked about our podcast in a while, and um and and, and how it actually works as a business. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so right now we happen to be recording on Zoom, and I think you guys, um, for the most part, you guys are an audio only podcast, right? Yes, we are. Okay. Um, we you know what we actually did do some like video stuff for sure, and um, the last batch we did was audio only. Um, but when we did, the, I actually quite enjoyed doing the video. Uh, one. The only problem is like the setup and, and the editing and stuff like that is just like more of a pain. Um, but I, I could see the value in, in actually moving more towards doing video style podcasts now for sure. Uh, just with like, I think a lot more people are using YouTube right now, especially in our space, more people are using YouTube. And they're wanting to kind of see your face when they get to like see the face behind the voice. I think that makes a big difference for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that video is kind of like the thing for the last half of 2017 going into 2018 for sure. Um, so, you know, you have people starting up their own video um, studios and all types of stuff like that and kind of pushing that content out, which is which is really cool. So, um, so yeah. you guys have been podcasting now, I want to say it's been, what, two, three years easily? We, do, you know, we took a, a, a year off, Wayne, actually, we took a year off. And um, prior to that, we got up to about 120 episodes or something like that. And then we took a year off and then we just kick started again, um, just this year. Right. So uh, we took a year off. And I think like Joe wasn't really feeling it at, at the time, we got to about 120, and she wasn't really feeling it. And um, we decided to move a lot of our marketing assets towards more like page traffic. Mm -hmm. And um, looking back, I think that was a mistake. Um, when we both agreed to it, it was a mistake. Um, we should have kept our podcast going. And because once we kickstarted it back up again, um, we started to see like a lot more organic growth in our business. And we also started, I, we started getting feedback from people more as well. We started getting people email us back more and, and talk to us more because they're listening to us on our podcast. And um, at the same time, I really just love doing it. I really just love getting on and talking about very interesting subjects to do with, with the life of, of an entrepreneur. Yeah, for sure. No, mm. and, you know, that's 
one of the great things about this. It's just so easy to kind of just jump right in and, you know, just hop in front of a mic and yeah. talking about what's on your mind or, you know, the message that you want to get across to people. Um, so with this, this reboot that you just recently did, um, you know, how did you go about with everything? So, you know, you took a year off and then, you know, coming back to it, even within the span of a year, a lot has kind of been changing in the podcasting game. So was there some catch up that you had to do? Like kind of, you know, you clearly already had equipment and everything. So what did you kind of do to kind of get your feet back on the ground and then figure out what was going and just kind of run for it? So it's pretty easy. <laughs> like, it's pretty, it's so easy to create a podcast. Um, as you said, we had all the equipment. Um, we had like a regular show flow, which we love doing. Um, and we just kick things off. Uh, a few kind of things we added in that we learned from taking that time off was um, in the importance of batching for us because uh, we run like a multi-marketing type business or a multi-marketing channel business, right? We're doing things in many different areas. A podcast is just one area of that. Um, we want to make sure that we produce a podcast we know we can batch. So we actually batch ahead 12 weeks worth of content. We do all of that in seven days. It's all done in seven days, including the show flows, the show notes. We have a really good content calendar. We do... We publish everything. We schedule everything. We put everything on lips in. It's all done, including all the promotion as well. Um, so, uh, that's one thing we took very seriously. Um, and I think like if you're in screw you and in there in the 90 day traffic program, which just came out in there, we go through that whole process of creating 12 weeks worth of content in seven days. And I think there's so much power when you do that because it frees you up everything is like free now for us for the, for the rest of the class. We can focus on other aspects of growing our business. Yeah, for sure. And actually, um, I was just mentioning a little bit before we started here that I was going to start looking into the 90 day, um, traffic class that you just mentioned. And, um, since you just talked about the content calendar, that was going to kind of be my next question. So yeah, bring that clearly go to screw you.co and uh, sign up there um, and then check that out because that's going to answer that next question was how do you how do you start thinking about something like that like content calendar because that actually is um, I'll be honest the organization piece of it is kind of my mm -hmm. struggle it's not that's just not how I am. Um, mm. you know, I'm kind of a, um, a developer and like techie engineer by trade. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm, I'm very much those commercials you see. It's like when the person has the scattered desk all over the place and I'm like, Oh, this is the sign of someone that's like really just high level thinking. They don't have time to be organized. And it's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, I think a lot of people are like that though, Wayne, like, I, I think I'm like that too. Um, and I think if you just have a system and you just follow that system, then it gets a lot easier. Um, and also it's very, uh, it's very fulfilling when you know that in those seven days you're done. It's like you go through this sprint for seven days of creating content and then you're done. Right. Like that level of fulfillment after it's like amazing. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you've ever done any like trekking or anything like that before. Um, but I've done much trekking before in my life and we go on these 10 day treks and like, when you're in it, it's like really intense. It's like, wow, this is crazy. My legs are hurting. Like, this is crazy. Then you get to the end of the trek and you look back and your body feels incredible because you're so fit. You look back on the journey that you just did and you just feel absolutely amazing. This, this crazy sense of accomplishment. And I feel like we kind of get that every quarter once we finish our content now as well. Nice. No, that's, that's incredible. I have not done a lot of trekking full out. I do camping a couple of days yeah. in there, but yeah, no bit of hiking there too. Yeah. Every once in a while. So, yeah. um, I'm in the, I'm in the Philadelphia and South Jersey area. So, um, oh, yeah. I can go about two hours kind of West from here and I can end up like the Pocono mountains. Um, so there's definitely a lot of good mountain and hiking kind of trails that are out there that, you know, I can start to do that with, but 
There's something. Are you a um, you a Sixers fan, by the way? Um, so I'm not much of a sports guy. Period. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I'm more of a techie person. So a lot of people like uh, the Eagles just won the Super Bowl this past year. So everyone's like you know talking football, and I'm like, yeah, I know football. You know. <laughs> uh, so, um, now I understand how a lot of the games can be played, so I can have conversations with people that are sports fans. But I don't really hold any kind of you know fan ship or anything towards any specific team. I'm actually really interested in sports from a, a perspective of branding. Um, I'm always fascinated when I look at like the different sports teams and how well that they brand themselves and, and how amazing they are running this incredible operation. And so I kind of like in a weird way, um, it's kind of like how actors, um, when they watch movies, if you ever talk to someone who's an actor or works in the film industry and they watch movies, all they can notice is like all the, all the aspects outside of the film that's going on. Like, oh, right. they've got the camera angle pointing this way or like they're using this type of lens or like, or this is, I know this kind of shot. And, and it's sort of like that when, when I go to like a, a basketball game or anything like that, I'm looking around and I'm like, how do they run this operation? This is incredible um, from, from a business standpoint. It's quite funny. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I actually, um, I worked for uh, for Comcast for quite some time and they're they're like the largest cable provider in the, in the low. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they purchased NBC, um, I started making some acquaintances there. So I got to see some of that like inside the television industry and like how mm-hmm. they're running like their sports net pieces. And yeah, looking at just like a technical operation, it's just amazing to see how those whole backend pieces work for short. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you mentioned with a lot of the batching and systems going out, um, you know, you, you were making a big focus on this uh, for this go around. So I guess what were some of the things that um, you saw as kind of lessons learned from the last time? Were you not doing batching as much? Was it just kind of like last spur of the moment trying to get together with everything? Um, like what really kind of hammered in that? Like, you know what? I really need to, we need to focus on this kind of batch technique and kind of build that system. So I think we were uh, looking back a couple of years ago. I think we were working about two weeks ahead, about two weeks ahead, and um, but it was sporadic when we were when we were recording. There wasn't like these are the days of the month that we're going to do our recording. We would we wouldn't schedule in those batch days, which is super important now. Um, the other thing too is that I think it's always important to get better. <laughs> as far as your podcast goes to look at it and say, how can we get better with this? Uh, and one area, especially when you, you run like a, an interview style podcast, which we do, we interview other people and we also have ones between myself and Jill, which are super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the interview side of things, I realized that we wanted to get better. We wanted to become better hosts. So, um, I spoke to my friend, Marco O'Neill for solo hour, solohour.com, And he has like a broadcasting background. And so he kind of like, he, he gave me insights into some things that pretty much all podcasters are doing, but is, is a really bad habit as far as become, as far as being a host goes. And uh, just one example was the types of production. Actually, I'll use a different, a different example. And, and I'm not, I'm not, there's no judgment towards you or any podcast who's okay. doing this right now. Um, I'm good with it. <laughs> but, but if you're a host, if you're a host and you get to the end and you ask someone um, how, they, how people can find out about them, 
then you're not really being a good host because you're asking the other person to promote themselves when really that's your job to promote them. So if you listen to any, if you go uh, watch any talk shows or anything like that, um, what we notice is that when, let's say Tom Cruise comes on to promote a new movie, right? There'll be a really great introduction before he comes in. The last two words used in the introduction is his name. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Cruise, boom, comes in. And then throughout the entire interview, they're mentioning the movie. They're promoting the movie. They're promoting the movie. And they'll never get to the end and say, so Tom Cruise, um, so Tom, why don't you tell everyone um, where they can go and watch this movie? You're like, you don't, you don't hear that, right? Um, so I think like there's a lot of benefits in, in looking at um, actual broadcast hosts and seeing what they do and try and bring that in. And, and so those are the areas that I really think that we've changed now. We're looking to improve in, in that aspect of things. Right. Okay. No, that's, that's actually a, a really great insight. And I had not thought about that until you mentioned it. So now I'm not going to ask, yeah. ask question that I was going to ask you and I'll make sure that I tell people. <laughs> there, there you go. And it's, it's a huge thing. Yeah. <laughs> Improving on the fly. That's, that's how things work, right? <laughs> Oh, Absolutely. Um, so, so speaking on that, so, um, you know, the, some of the programs that you guys host, you have screw the nine to five.com. You have screw you. Um, you, know, you have a p- bunch of different uh, programs that are more uh, organized, uh-huh. focused around entrepreneurship, kind of getting started, getting into your own business, you know, kind of really taking that leap and going out there. Um, so the podcast for you guys, I believe has just been more of a um, content generation free content and more of a funnel to lead people down that route. Um, so how have you felt like, has that really been successful for you? Um, because I don't think you guys monetize it in the sense of like commercials or anything, right? Mm. See, I, I don't see it as a podcast as being like our funnel. Uh, it's like a, like we do definitely send some people from our podcast to like our webinars and they become members of screw you for sure. Um, but I, I see it more as like a way to deliver a really good experience for our audience as it, as it continues to grow. So we have like other ways that we like get leads. So through pay traffic, through like our, through like our website and through our other marketing channels that brings those leads in. Um, but really our podcast, I feel is a great way to kind of like show people a little bit more about who we are to build that know, like and trust factor to move them from like a new audience member, someone who's just been exposed to screw the nine to five as a brand towards someone who fully likes us and trusts us and, and, and believes in what we have to teach. Um, that moves them into a position that it's going to make them more likely to want to become customers and work with us more so we can actually help them transform more. Um, so I, I sort of see it. Uh, and in 90 day traffic, when you go through it, I, I call it community content for a reason. That's what I feel like your podcast is. It's like you delivering content for your existing community. And I'm sure like people are going to like find your podcast through, through the iTunes um, directory and whatnot. Definitely it'll grow from there for sure. Um, but I, I feel like you're serving your community every time you show up there. And I think it's important. You'll see when we get on our podcast, we talk to our community. You know, we, we actually, we call them out. Like we call them scroopies. Like we, we talk to them. That's who's in our ear. And uh, we want to make sure that, that they know that we're providing value to them every single week. Okay. Awesome. So it's almost a little bit more like that jab, 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 right hook kind of philosophy, I guess. But yeah, I, yeah, I hate that jab, jab, <laughs> right hook. It's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, like it's, you also have to love doing it. We're not, we're not doing it from the intentions of like 
jabbing people to like get them to purchase our products. We're just, we're literally getting on and thinking, how can we come up with really incredible topics? We're going to provide some level of transformation to the person listening in. And that's what it is. And I think we, we try and do that with everything that we do. If we recreate content, like you see the content we produce now on our website, like our blog posts, they're really in depth and they're like everything, you know, we spend like a, we spend up to a month sometimes creating this really in-depth piece of content. There's one um, piece of content on webinars and it's like, it's called the secret art of webinars. It's like, it's the ultimate guide and it's 12,000 words because we put a lot of effort into it. So I think like all we really do as far as our marketing goes, we just think like if we're going to give someone information right now, is this information going to be helpful for them? And instead of like doing it from a perspective of thinking like, how is this going to make them like me more or whatever? So that, so they might, so they buy my products, just think, how can this topic right here, how can we record something that's actually going to help people transform a little bit? Um, if you focus on that perspective, I think you'll get far better results. Yeah, no, for sure. And actually, um, it's, it's funny that you guys are, are kind of talking about the, the whole webinar thing. Um, that's actually where you guys got me with a lot of stuff. I stumbled into one of your webinars and... Which one was it? Oh, God, I don't Do you remember. remember. It was all the way back in 2015. It was one of your new 15. ones for the Screw You. So yeah, I joined, I think, May of 2015. I was talking to Renee one time and she looked me up and she's like, Oh my God, you're, you're like really old. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> experienced. Yes. You're experienced. Yes. I'm, I'm very experienced in the group. So yeah, that's just a whole lot of me sort of taking action, but not really. <laughs> uh, so hopefully this is the, well, not hopefully this is the actual full blown attempt to move, move it on and, and keep going. Cause like literally Friday, um, like three days ago, Friday, I actually signed a severance agreement with my work. So I am on a two month um, getting paid out and I don't have anything I'm rolling into just yet. So I'm trying to push, um, all my own stuff and absorbing as much as your content as much as possible to keep kind of, Oh, this, there, so. this is, this is a great time. I think for you, Wayne, to explore more of who you are yourself, because right. ultimately, um, what I find is that everyone is looking for the answers out there somewhere. Like everyone's looking like, what is that person doing? I'm going to do what they do. What is that person doing? I'm going to do what they do. But all the answers aren't found out there. Like they're all found in here. Like when anytime I bring something like that up, it sounds like people are like, oh, you're going to like talk about this woo woo crap, blah, blah, blah. Right. But the reality is that 96% or more of the actions that you take are unconscious. That's, that's the truth. So all, all the words I'm using right now, I'm not thinking about these words. They're coming out of me unconsciously out of my subconscious, Right. Right. And so when you take time to actually, this is a great time for you, these two months to explore like what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. Once you figure that out, everything else gets easy. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. That's going to be a mess for me though. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I fall into this rare category where, and actually I found a book on this. I think I posted this about this in the Facebook group, but um, there was this lady uh, that wrote a book called uh, The Renaissance Soul. And what I see a lot of happening, it's not just your group, it's all, it's all over the place. There's this big drive for find your one passion or find the one thing that you want to do and kind of focus and go from there. And, um, you know, there's, I'm kind of one of these guys where it's not just like a jack of all trades. It's like, I'll learn how to do things, but I'll go super deep in them. So like, I know how to program in not one, but 14 programming languages. Like I've stripped a car engine all the way down. You know, I, I know three different ways to cook, like French cooking, Italian cooking, et cetera. Um, Mm, so like there's all wow. these where like, like it's, it's not, not just hitting 
um, a hobby, but it's finding a hobby and then really going deep into it. And so it's like, well, what, you know, what could I do? Kind of anything. Um, so, you know, that's where like the book kind of tries to help you really reel in that focus of someone that's really spread across the board um, that has a lot of in-depth skills. Cause like I literally could go be a chef for somebody for six months without a problem, you know, that type of thing, or become an application builder, <laughs> you know, something along those lines. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, and that's where a lot of that struggles come in. Like, you know, with what I'm doing now at the podcasting, I can record it, I can edit it, I can build the websites to go around it, I can build the automation that goes around it. I want to help people. Like, that's really what it is, is like, I want to help and focus on, you know, how can I help you achieve you know I'm, I'm better as being like the bass player or the rhythm guitarist and less being like the singer <laughs> and so that's where a lot of this focus is, is let me you know i want to definitely help the podcast community because um one everyone that i've been involved in this podcast community i think has really helped me grow and move kind of out of that corporate mindset of let me just go get the job and kind of slave away uh-huh. and so uh-huh. you know it's you know it's almost like not i owe it to people i want to give back to that uh-huh. community you know, and so that's where a lot of this is coming into play and where I want to really try to, you know, kind of help people along and, and move them. And this is one of the things where I have a good skill set here. So I'm trying to just push that along. Have you read the book A-Myth? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. At least three or four times. <laughs> so so you understand like how he, he talks about like those three those three things, like the technician, the manager, and the entrepreneur, right? Right. And that's where and, and how we, <laughs> and the thing is like how we all, we have all three of those, right? So it's right now you're in this technician mentality, right? Yeah, where it's sure. like, I'm going to do it all. And what happens is you may be spending 5% of your time or less focusing on the, the visionary type things, like the creative concepts and whatnot. And that's why I, I always think like, um, instead of so many people think that you're going to change by just doing more work and that's not the case, right? right? You'll change when you actually do less work and you get to, you get to embrace that visionary creative entrepreneurial side of yourself. That, that person is able to come up with creative ways of actually helping you grow faster. Um, whereas if you just focus in on your, your technician self all the time, you're going to stay exactly where you are. I, it doesn't, I don't care who you are. You can do as much work as you want. You're going to say exactly who you are. Um, so I think at, at this sort of stage, I reckon like focusing like maybe half of your time on the technician side of things because you're a solopreneur and then focusing like maybe like another 20% on managerial type things. So that's like, you know, putting together content calendars and that kind of stuff to help you organize. Mm-hmm. And then, then keep that last 30% for like, just go for a walk and just think up like really cool ideas. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I got on that person's podcast or wouldn't it be cool if I tried this or what would happen if I tried this? As soon as you get into that like wondering type mentality, uh, you start to embrace that that creative entrepreneurial side of yourself, and that's how you really grow. Right. No, for sure. And that's actually yeah. personally, I know that that's where I need to go growth wise for myself for what I'm doing here. Um, when I'm in a zone like doing something like application development, that's exactly what I do. Like someone's like, oh, I'm not sure what to do here. I'm like, okay, well, let's wait for this and this and this and let's pick one, you know? Yeah. Um, so do you I, have that. Yeah, it's there. I think it's just maybe it's entrepreneur syndrome or not entrepreneur. Um, the John, imposter. No, imposter. That's imposter it. syndrome. I don't know. Maybe it's that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. Why you, I get it. Why are you an imposter for? Uh, who, 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 yeah. Why, why do you think you're an imposter? 
Well, I don't, I, isn't that what it's just Sorry, this is, like, this is turning into, I'm going way off on tangent here. So whenever you want, we can bring it back on. <laughs> it's I just love doing this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? It was funny. I was thinking about that just before when, when I was grabbing all my podcast gear, I'm like, I need to make sure that I try to keep this on focus a little bit with the podcast because I have a feeling we're going to digress into stuff that's relevant to both of us. <laughs> so, or not. Or not, like um, one of my favorite podcasts is Joe Rogan podcast. Right. Constant tangents, constant the whole time, but I love it. Yeah, no, for sure. I get it. It flows lovely and, and I want to listen to it. So yeah. I actually think like a lot of, a lot of, sorry, go on. I don't know. I was just going to say that a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts are focused on being like overly structured. Right. And sometimes you'll listen to those podcasts and you're like, I'm like, this is the most boring podcast ever because it's so structured. It's so rigid. It's like, it's one person talking, then the other person talking, then it's one person talk. That's not how we have conversations. Those conversations are boring. If you have a conversation like that, they're the worst conversations ever. Um, so I, I feel like from like a, a tactical standpoint, we're talking about podcasting here from a tactical standpoint, I think you're better off embracing tangents and actually like going with them. You'll right. find that you'll, you'll, you'll uncover these really interesting subjects that people want to listen to as well. Yeah. Well, we're sort of doing that. I don't have pre-scripted questions. So I've been focused more around the system questions because you started to kind of go that way. And so yeah. I, I feel, especially with the experience that you guys have, um, talking somewhat around systems and how they relate to podcasts, I think would be helpful for this episode. So yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't have a script. I literally just, my phone's here just in case my wife texts me, <laughs> but that's, that's literally it. So I've been kind of going off the cuff and I just look at the, time. I could feel it. I could <laughs> feel it. I feel like we hit some fun tangents just then. That was good. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, so I mean, it's, I, I guess I don't like that they call it imposter syndrome because it's not who am I to do this because I'm very much the F you. I'll do this if I want to do it. I think it's just, you know, it's, I think it's the outside responsibility of thinking about I have the mortgage and the insurance and the kids to pay for. If I were on my own, I'd just randomly do stuff all day. And if I made money, awesome. If I didn't, you know, whatever. But I know I need the dependency of having the income there. And so that's kind of the thing where like, if you asked in general, like, hey, Wayne specifically, what are you going to do the rest of your life? If I could, no questions asked, I just go own a food truck and I'd be done. You know, I just cook for food all day. Just give people that kind of happiness and joy. I just love doing that. Can I make $200,000 a year with a food truck? I don't think I can. So, you know, <laughs> Well, here's the interesting thing, right? Who's putting the pressure on you to feel that way? Is it the mortgage? Is it your wife or your family? Um, who's putting the pressure on you to feel that way? Is it those people or is it, is it you? It's, it's probably me. It's a little bit, it's of, you. A little bit of everybody. They, I'll tell you, Wayne, someone can't like, someone can't like take chemicals and throw and put, can't take cortisol and inject them into your body and force you to feel that way. They're not going to do that unless they physically inject you with a syringe. Um, you don't all of it. <laughs> just got a syringe ready. Yeah. Um, honestly, dude, all of it. And this is the thing is like, all of it happens in here. We're all, we're all, doing that ourselves. We're looking at what's going on outside and we're feeling a certain way based off of what we see and what we feel, what we, what we see, what we hear, all the different senses that we have. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, like, I know we're going into like 
talking about some some more mindset type things here, but I think this is fun. Yeah. I think this is really good for any podcasters too. Is like, what's the difference between someone who's really successful in podcasting, say like Pat Flynn or Lewis Howes or um, Johnny Dumas, who got these really big podcasts? What's the difference between them and then someone who's like who's doesn't have the same level of success. Maybe someone who's got a daily podcast, but they're not getting the same level of success as what EOFI is getting. The only difference is that John thinks a, thinks a different way to that, to that person. That's all it is. It all comes down to like how you think. Um, so I know we're going off on tangent here, but I feel like everyone wants, everyone needs to hear this kind of stuff. This is true transformation. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, let the tangents happen. It's okay. I'll just keep an eye on the time, and then you tell me when you got to go. <laughs> we have a um, when we have a weekly meeting, right? Um, we assign a tangent officer from the team, <laughs> and their job is to identify when tangents have occurred and to call them out so we bring things back on track. So maybe we need a tangent officer right now. Possibly, <laughs> we can use one the next time we have one of these conversations, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, for sure. All right. Um, so you said, I'll just come back to some of the podcasting stuff just really quick, just so we can kind of high level a lot of the stuff. You said you mentioned um, you're doing everything in Libsyn, right? So you've been doing that for a while. Um, mm-hmm. you're 12 weeks out because of content calendar. You already have the microphone. I can see it in your face right now. Um, mm-hmm. So really, it's just, you know, and you guys have been doing it for a while. Um, has there been any thought around potentially changing any technologies or just kind of, you know what, let's not fix something if it's not broken and just kind of move with it? A little bit. Like we, I mean, like we, we moved to like a Hale PR40 mic, which sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, you know, one thing we did do is we tried to do Facebook live and then like take that and then turn it into like a video and like basically split up for different, different mediums. So turning into a podcast and that kind of stuff. Right. And then we've come back just to like a really simplistic way of doing things now, which is like just two microphones. If it's me and Jill doing it, or if we do interviews, it's like Skype interview and we follow our show flow. We keep it nice and simple. Um, yeah. Like I don't, I think we've, we haven't really changed that technology and since we restarted our podcast, it's, it's been the same as what we had before that as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. What, um, just cause I'm curious, what kind of computer are you guys working on? Uh, just a MacBook pro. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I'm on the same thing right now. So it's just a laptop. <laughs> yeah. So now the laptop's powerful enough to do pretty much anything you need to in this space. So other than- yeah, I mean, we travel a lot, so, um, yeah, I don't think we need anything else. Yeah, for sure. You guys are in Canada right now, right? We are. We're in Vancouver, Canada, okay. and it's sunny here today, which is lovely. Yeah, we so it's excited been to get for a walk. here for a week, so I feel like we've like exchanged. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? We're actually moving to Toronto in two weeks. Oh, moving nice. back out east. Yeah. Okay. Now that'll be yeah. good. Um, are you guys going to be just um, just as a point of curiosity? Are you going to be a podcast movement at all? Um, that's a good question. I think we maybe identified that as a place we might go and speak at. Um, I'm speaking at one event this year coming up and we have screw, screw you live or screw the nine to five live, which is in Vancouver in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm trying to, we're trying to book in spots to speak at traffic and conversion summit and then social media marketing world. Mm-hmm. Um, but podcast movement isn't, is another one which we've identified. So we'll probably reach out to them. Um, we do have, uh, we actually, like I, I know the guys from there too. So yeah. they're really great guys. And, um, I feel like it would be a great place for us to go and connect with people for sure. 
For sure. So let me know if you do. So I actually, that was one of the things where I knew like um, when people were trying to say like, Hey, you know, um, if you do so much for free, like if you put money into it, it's kind of like investment. I went yeah. all out and paid for the VIP ticket. So I'm like, I'm, I'm in that circle. Cause that forces me to make sure that I'm showing up there. I'm you know, just going, going everything. So I'm already in for the cash. So it's a great, great investment, great investment. I mean, if you have a podcasting business, yep. that's like, that's where you should be investing your money. Absolutely. hundred percent. So that's a really, it's a really good investment for you. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll see how it goes. I've been in the community for a while on the Facebook group. So it's been, uh, it's been really fun and interesting to see how things kind of throw. Yeah. But um, no, it's just good to actually like, I know we're seeing each other through video, but to actually meet somebody in person is a whole different level. So, you know, it's, it's different things where I want to try yeah. to meet many people as I can just to say hi, you know, it's like, you know, thank you for what you've been doing. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, um, yeah. so, <laughs> it's incredible with that. Um, Relationships. Yeah, definitely. And that's, yeah. you know, and that's, I love how this is really coming up now, this whole relationship marketing thing. Um, the job that I just left was a sales and marketing company. And I told them a year ago, I'm like, we should start working on a CRM where we're, because it was like third party out, right? So it was for like real estate um, uh, brokers. So it was like for yeah. the real estate agent, I'm like, the real estate agent has their own clients of who they contact, but they really, you know, it's like, if we want to try to drive repeat and referral business for them, why not build something where you try to find as much personal information out about that client and then just like ping them. It's like, Hey, you happen to be near a flower shop and so-and-so's wife's birthday is coming up. Just send them flowers, you know, like those mm. kind of things where it like automates that because nobody has that right now. So it's like, so smart. Yeah. So it's, and you know, it was one of those things where they're like, ah, oh, we don't know if we want to invest in that. I'm like, okay, well the idea is here. So let me know when it's <laughs> ready to do that. Yeah. And now it's not, you know, I'm not there anymore. So who knows? <laughs> maybe it'll, maybe you can like start it yourself. I don't know. Possibly. I think Sugar CRM, I think is doing something similar. Um, or they're trying Sugar to, CRM. yeah, it's like, it's an open source CRM, sort of like um, HubSpot and some of the others that are out there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, but they, they have something where they're, they're trying to, <laughs> it's funny, my phone just told me that Naju just opened up my email. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, no, they have um, this thing that's almost like a quote, like a machine learning thing that's trying to figure out stuff about people. Um, and I was like, you know what, just, you know, you could still do other things like, um, you know, get people to join like a Facebook game or some other thing where they log in with Facebook and you can read that information and then start building relationships from there. So, um, you know, it's one of those interesting nerds pops up. So <laughs> nerds, are, nerds are going to take over the world. You're just thinking up these crazy concepts. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> One of these sounds days, like right? fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so, I mean, we're coming close to the time here and I'm not going to ask you the whole, um, you know, tell us how we can find out more about you. Cause we have talked about your stuff pretty good. I think, um, we talked about screw the nine to five as well as screw you, which mm -hmm. is a good covering. Um, so is there any, anything that you want to, I'll go to the, the Tim Ferriss route, anything that you want to ask of my audience or, vice versa, anything that I can do for you guys, um, you know, just coming up in the future, you know, just to just kind of help out. Like I said, I enjoy helping people. You know, I think the most important thing that I can say is to help yourself. Um, there's so many people who feel helpless in the world today. And when the world is coming from this perspective, culturally speaking of this helplessness of like, I'm not empowered enough in order to change my own life. How am I going to change anyone else's life from that, from that same perspective? So I would say, um, focus on helping yourself. Like take a look at yourself, be nice to yourself. And when you do that, the more people doing that, 
um, the easier it is to help more people. And so I, I think like, that's all I can really ask for anyone is to like, look inside, look at yourself, figure out how you can help yourself help transform who you are. And trust me, you'll transform a lot of people as a result. <laughs> nice. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, like I said, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. This is really awesome. Um, you've been highly influential in a lot of the things that I've been doing, you and Jill both. Um, so you guys are, are awesome at everything you do. You have a wonderful community that's out there. So, you know, everything that you've built up so far, thank you. Um, you know, it's something that I'm trying to emulate because, you know, it's, it's something that's worth respecting for sure. You guys have done a really great job. Um, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Really so, appreciate that. No, definitely. Um, so it has been a total pleasure speaking to you. Well, um, and you're, like I said, you're in a little bit of a different boat because you've already had a podcast for a little while. A lot of the people that I've been speaking to are actually just fresh, you know, two months in, had just launched a week ago kind of scenario. Um, so I've been telling all of them, I want to follow up a year later to see, has their podcast grown? Did they hit pod fade? What happened? Um, you know, hopefully I can do the same thing for you, but since you guys are already 12 weeks out, it'll just be like, Oh yeah, this was, you know, two weeks ago back in January, we kind of <laughs> had that locked in. So <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes, but I definitely want to keep in contact and I'm always talking and putting comments in the Facebook groups and stuff. So you and I have kind of had sort of conversations, but not directly speaking, but um, yeah, hopefully more. I really sure. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed like actually getting to know you and talk to you. Like this is, this is what I love doing and it's been great. Yeah, Thank you. Sure. Definitely. All right. You have an awesome day. Enjoy that kid and go say hi to Joe for me. <laughs> Will do. Thanks Ryan. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the podcasters podcast. Hopefully this episode inspired you to think about starting your own podcast. The Podcasters Podcast is brought to you by WCR Studios. Head on over to WCRstudios.com for any of your podcast production needs. Check out the Podcasters Podcast Facebook group, as well as hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Just take a look for the Podcasters Podcast. And we'll catch you on the next episode.